Hey there. So I thought I'd jump on um, to answer some of the questions you guys might have about intuitive readings, about psychicism. Um, and I also like to go through just some of the, say the biggest things that people get wrong about psychicism and intuitive readings. If you're a mentor, coach, trainer, yogi or healer and you sense there is more to your path and this universe for you to discover and you don't want to wait until you cross over to the other side to find out the answers then you're in the right place. Using your intuition doesn't have to be vague, inconsistent, draining or filled with uncertainty. You don't need to be born in a family of psychics you don't need crystals, pendulums, oracle cards, or years of meditation. What you need is a practical, structured methodology to access, understand, and use your natural, intuitive gift. I'm Desiree, a self-taught intuitive, and I've spent more than a decade helping purpose-driven souls heal karmic and ancestral patterns through various spiritual wellness therapies. I'm on a mission to help you align with your highest calling by mastering your soul's intelligence. And in this podcast, I will share how. All right. So the first one, which I have addressed in previous videos, but must be said because it's such a common um, misconception is that only some of us are gifted um, and have this um, potential or ability um, to hone your intuition to this like psychic like level right now we are all uh, gifted and um, I would define intuition as the voice of our soul okay so as long as you believe you have um, an inner essence, a soul, something that goes beyond the body, uh, then intuition is simply that communication between that deep inner wisdom and um, your conscious physical self. Uh, so is it for everyone to hone and to train though? Um, that is a different story. Um, and I would, you know, check out my other videos on that because I go deeper into some of the characteristics and um, the things which, or the traits that I feel are really key and important if someone wants to hone this skill. Um, okay, so the second one that is really, really common is... That, um, you know, conducting intuitive readings or um, doing any kind of psychic work, energy work is draining. Okay. I can't tell you how many times people say to me, oh, but it's so draining. Uh, how do you do this? I feel so drained um, after uh, connecting. Now, if you feel drained or you have the impression that it somehow drains your energy or even uh, worse, drains part of your life, it takes part of your life away, I've heard this one as well, 
it all boils down to energy management. Okay, this simply um, tells you that you don't know enough about energy management and how to manage your skill, your abilities, and your work. So hi to everyone who's here. Uh, I invite you to just, you know, pop in um, your questions in the comment box. Like if you have any questions or anything that you wonder about uh, when it comes to, you know, psychicism, energy work, intuitive readings, anything that you wonder is true or not, or you're unsure, um, please feel free to type that in the box. Okay, so... Another one that's really common, okay, a belief that some people have is that doing any psychic work of any kind or being able to conduct intuitive readings um, is really scary. And they usually say it's scary because, um, you know, they worry about premonitions and being able to see the future. So I can only speak for myself, okay, um, in terms of the methods that I use, that I use to train others, um, and that I use in my professional uh, intuitive readings, okay? Um, because as with anything, I think everyone has a different way or um, method or approach and so I can't speak for others but I can say that when it comes to the intuitive readings that I conduct and that my students conduct okay if at any point you experience or see something that is scary uh, first of all it um, shows that you are bringing judgment into the picture. Okay, so, you, you know, your, um, how do I say this? Uh, if you think something is scary or not is really a judgment. Okay, but it really points to, um, it points to the lack of you having the full picture. Okay, which means you don't have the full story. You don't have a clear understanding of everything. Um, and that is why it may seem scary. Okay, um, I've given this example in um, before. But if, for example, um, you are reading a book or perhaps watching a movie and you, you know, tune in at just one scene, right? The cliffhanger scene where the protagonist is, um, you know, about to die and or looks like he's about to die and uh, and then you you know kind of like turn off that <laughs> turn off that movie at that point right um, essentially you haven't kind of understood or captured the entire story yet uh, another thing is um, you may not have the clarity okay uh, to uh, be able to receive the f the full thing, okay. Uh, but if but basically you lack the full picture, you lack um, the uh, the complete story or the complete message, okay. And there is more, 
Okay. Um, and, you know, earlier when I said it also means that you're bringing judgment into the picture, uh, what this means is you're probably using your analytical mind, okay, to assess spiritual matter and to interpret what you're receiving. Okay. And that's uh, just not what we do um, when we are channeling and receiving like in a pure and clear way. Um, I mean, just think about it. Like if it was so scary, um, this really wouldn't be something that is a sustainable practice um, for me and for uh, many other channelers um, out there. Uh, you know, I mean, if I had to look at scary things all the time, every day, uh, whether I'm paid to do it or not, I, you know, would I really want to do that? It's not um, sustainable. Uh, but in addition, right, um, we don't just, you know, conduct intuitive readings um, to detect or understand or see the future, right? That's just like one aspect or one element, um, one thing that you can actually tune in, right? Um it's not just for the future. It is also to uh, really tune into the past, okay, to understand our soul's history, where it's been. Um, and, you know, the purpose of that is really to help understand, bring more insight into challenges and the situations that you may be facing today, right? So, I mean, that's really why we ever delve into the past, right? Why, why does anyone study history? It's to avoid past mistakes. It's to learn about the present and to um, kind of make sense of um, possible futures or possible outcomes in the future as well. Okay. Uh, yes. So, I mean, there's so many other ways that we can use our intuition and we can um, use the skill of intuitive readings for like uh, connecting to, you know, loved ones who have passed on. Uh, I already mentioned past lives. Uh, whether you believe in past lives or not doesn't matter. Uh, it's about really understanding what that is um, and choosing, of course, to tune into that or not, right? That's still up to you. Um, people also use intuitive readings to understand health matters, Okay, not from a medical perspective, but from a spiritual and metaphysical perspective, right? I mean, it's it's really quite um, endless and quite broad, um, you know, just how much you can use the skill. So I'll move on to another myth, okay? <gasps> a misconception that some people have is that it is fake, it's mind reading, it is guessing, it is um, it relies on logical deduction based on prompting, for example. And again, I can only speak to um, how I do this, how I conduct this, how I teach it and, and you know how my um, how I train my students to do this, but, with the method and the approach that I use, there is absolutely no prompting. 
no tools. Okay, so there is no cards or systems or anything like that uh, that is required or needed. Okay, that's optional. It's always fun to use, but we don't actually need it. Uh, it's also definitely not mind reading. It's the last thing um, or the furthest thing from mind reading or guessing. Okay, um, and I'd say with a lot of the with a lot of what comes through intuitively in these readings, I just I couldn't even possibly guess, and because. Uh, you know, we don't need someone's birth dates or we don't even need to see the person, really, <laughs> to um, successfully conduct an intuitive reading. So, and, and in fact, I'd say I much prefer when I don't know the person, right? Because it's much easier for me to put aside any conscious knowledge that I may have of the person. And even if I do know the person, any conscious knowledge simply acts as context rather than any content to the reading. So, yeah. Um, yes, so for me personally, it is so much easier to do readings for someone that I don't know, I know nothing about, I have no, you know, um, let's say prior knowledge um, of as well. So, yeah, so I think with this kind of belief that or misconception that some people have, they uh, think that, you know, this is you know, inaccurate. It's, it's all of this guessing. Um, you just kind of close your eyes and guess or ask lots of questions. So in the end, it's, it's more... Um, all of that guesswork that you've pieced together rather than a and you know an accurate reading right um, again I'd say it really goes back to the approach of um, the person who's doing the reading and at least um, for the way that I do it I don't do a conversational style at all which means I don't entertain any kinds of prompts or um, questions in the middle of a reading, okay? Uh, some people do that. I don't at all. <laughs> and I prefer it that way because I prefer to kind of stay in the stream of, um, um, of things um, and it helps me really tune in to that frequency, I prefer no interruptions at all. All right, so yeah, um, while there might be some people out there who might be guessing or doing guesswork or may um, maybe piecing together, you know, info based on prompts, um, that is not always the case. <laughs> And if you've only experienced readings like that, I'd suggest that you look further, <gasps> ask around because um, there are people who can do better readings than that. Um, yeah, uh, another thing on this note is I think sometimes this misconception also comes because 
people expect these readings to be filled with like accurate data and information and they treat it very much like a science, right? Um, they treat it like a math equation, right? Intuitive work is, is an art. <gasps> and so just like um, any art, trying to assess it, you know, based on this or hoping that it will be a one plus one equals to two is not um, is inaccurate in itself it's 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 not a i'd say it's not the best way to measure something like this right um, and this takes a bit of understanding of course um but really what an intuitive is doing is they are receiving almost on your behalf, right? And it's their intuition speaking to yours. And so how much something really resonates with you and it also depends on you, right? And so if you're just in general not very connected, not very self-aware, uh, you think in a very literal sense um, and let's say tacit knowledge or abstract thinking is difficult for you, uh, then it might be difficult to also connect with an intuitive reading, right? Again, it depends on who's doing the reading for you um, and how much they can kind of bring context into the reading for you, relate it back to your life and so on. However, uh, just take note that it's an art. It's not a science, all right? So if you were receiving a reading, okay, or if you're conducting one, aim for resonance rather than accuracy, right? Because the essence of the message is what is important and what is consistent. If, the, if it's a divine message, it will be consistent, which means you can go to five different uh, um, sources or avenues uh, and the core message will be the same. Okay? So, let's see. What is the next one? Okay, the next one that is also very common, before I kind of um, pop into the comment box and, and, and read some of your questions there, is that um, psychicism and you know any of the spiritual or intuitive work is either black magic, um, the, the devil's work, um, basically uh, of negative or um, a, a bad source, okay? And what I will tell you, that it is energy work, okay? But energy is neither positive nor negative. And so, and it really relies a lot on 
it can produce okay a, a positive or negative outcome right uh, and I'm talking about meta energy here not not physics physical energy right uh, so it can produce a negative or positive outcome okay but a lot of it depends on the intention um, behind the energy or behind yeah I'd say it, it, it it's it's energy is not negative or positive um, it depends on the intention behind it it's the intention that can be not negative or positive okay and so it's it's just like saying um, let's say you someone harms somebody else right and then says well this is of you know positive source this is um i don't know god told me to do it or something like that right does that make it then um a, a, come from a positive source is that positive energy is that a, a good thing or not right um i always look beyond and, and i think intuition is about looking beyond it's looking beyond uh, what is most physically apparent. It's looking uh, beyond what you see, what you hear with your physical ears and hearing, um, and really connecting, right? But even if you don't go that deep, <sighs> I believe so much more in like action, Right, so just because someone says it is um, of a good source or of a bad source, um, but they do harm, right? Then, what what does that mean? <laughs> so um, it it really is about the intention, uh, and yeah. So is it black magic? Uh, I'd say if you have knowledge and energy work if you know how to do it you um can do it you can use <laughs> um this knowledge for um positivity negativity for good for bad for you know white for black um yes end of the day that's still a judgment but yeah so just learning about energy work in itself having that knowledge does not make it bad or good um, it's actually neither. Okay, so um, let me look at the questions. Okay, so Angeline says here, um, could it be or is it a self-fulfilling prophecy? So, uh, if if you mean is when you use your intuition, um, like your imagination or like a self fulfilling prophecy, wishful thinking, um, I would say that if you think it's your intuition, or you sense and and it's it's based on something that you sense and you feel, and something happens and you think you have what is self-fulfilling prophecy to you is that the same as manifesting 
is that, you know, what does it mean to you? Okay. So to answer your question, if it's self-fulfilling prophecy or not, um, I am asking you questions back because I think it's something that you need to reflect on. Um, because what it actually indicates to me is that you doubt your intuition. <laughs> if you think it's intuition, or it may be intuition, and then you think again, um, that's clearly the voice of doubt, right? Clearly it's, it's oh, but maybe I just, it's self-fulfilling prophecy. It's the same as, oh, maybe I made it up. Um, and instead of answering that, yes or no, is it self-fulfilling prophecy? Because no one can really answer that. Uh, I'll give you a solution instead. If you wonder if it's self-fulfilling prophecy or wishful thinking or all of that, uh, look for the proof. Okay, because the proof is what's going to help you trust. And one, one of the best ways to gather proof is to practice, to get feedback, um, and practice, I mean, use it. Use it as often as you can. Consciously use your intuition. Uh, gather all of that feedback and proof for it. Okay. Um, and then you'll know. So, the other question here is thank you for addressing the earlier points about when you receive or see a scary scene. Um, it's happened to my friend, although I advise her to surrender. And see. Yeah, uh, you know, very often there is so much more. There's so much more that we can actually receive, um, but we're only receiving like a sliver, like a just a glimpse, right? And there are ways to receive a complete picture, okay? Or to find out more. This episode is brought to you by the Soul Intelligence Intuition Program. The program is for wellness practitioners to develop a reliable divine connection they can authentically trust and to understand intuitive messages clearly by becoming intuitive readers. Application opens only a few times a year to a select few. So if you want to be among the first to be notified, Get yourself on the waitlist now by visiting www.soulintelligence.sg. Okay, so this question is from uh, Clara again. She says, do you feel that some clients okay, or some people who go for a reading or most people want to hear what they want to hear? Uh, yes, but this is not necessarily a... Uh, bad thing okay uh, very often when we consult others we what we're really looking for is not the answers okay we have the answers within us so very often when we're consulting someone it's what we're really looking for is a kind of affirmation a kind of confirmation um, and, um, well, proof as well, 
<laughs> right? Uh, that what we hope, what we believe, uh, and for some of us, what we intuitively sense is true. Okay? The only thing is with some people who want to hear what they want to hear, it's not um, always coming from an intuitive place. Okay, which means sometimes it is that so-called, um, you know, what Angeline said that, that oh no, she said self-fulfilling prophecy, but um, sometimes it is that kind of wishful thinking, right? And sometimes it is, how would I put this? Sometimes it is a refusal to see what is really there. Okay, so um, in these cases, uh, <laughs> for the person who is uh, delivering that reading, right, um, it's really, really important to kind of approach that whole session, first of all, with a very kind of pure approach, a pure intention, right? Um, and pure intention doesn't mean I give what, you know, I, I give this person what she's looking for and what she wants. But, you know, the, the agreement is really that one is using their abilities to connect and receive, right, in as clear a possible way um, on behalf or for the other person, okay? And it also means, like, being a clear channel and delivering that with integrity means you simply communicate what you receive. Nothing more and nothing less. So... Yes, there are, um, yeah. But, but I'll also say, I'll add on to that, Clara, that, um, you know, add, I mean, adding on to what I had mentioned earlier, if, if, it's, if the message is divine, if it's of divine source, right, the essence and the core message will be the same. Even if that same person goes to like, I don't know, five different um, readers or five different avenues, uh, doing cards one day, doing, I don't know, you know, um, and, and all of the signs will point to the same thing. And in a way, that's, that's how you know it is divine. Because even if you wanted to change the message, uh, you can't. It, it is what it is. That's what is there right? Uh, what is tricky and what is difficult, the challenge is really being able to see that clearly, being able to receive that message clearly without all of that. Um, I mean, we most of us have so many different voices going on all the time. How do you know it's the intuitive voice, right? It, there's the voice of, is that um, the voice of, I don't know, conditioning and programming, Right, the voice of uh, your critics or your inner critic is 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 you know what you're hearing or feeling or sensing. Um, 
you know, part of because of you know, some trauma that you have experienced um, before as a child, right? Um, is it your, I don't know, parents' voice, right? So, um, or is it just, you know, your over-analytical, active brain and mind, right? So the real uh, challenge is distinguishing these voices and being able to see clearly. Um, and, uh, and having a method, really, um, that can help you do that, right? Because, uh, and, and apart, apart from method, uh, knowledge is also key here. Because a lot of people don't perhaps recognize the intuitive voice for many reasons. One is, well, they're not clear because there are too many voices going on. They don't use it enough, so they don't recognize it. They don't know what it's supposed to sound like or feel like. Uh, and so that's when they start, you know, you, you may start making, making up stories, um, having wishful thinking, um, you know, guessing and, and all of that. So, yeah, and, and on that note, I mean, you know, today's video and this today's live is about myths, right, and misconceptions and what people get wrong about these things. And these, this is all, these are all just myths because someone lacks knowledge to understand. Um, knowledge, and so, you know, we often fear what we don't understand. And knowledge and understanding is, you know, the, the, the weapon of fear. Um, it also helps us, it, well, it enables us to kind of form a narrative, a story that brings meaning to a subject and to life. So, I mean, if you take, um, I, I just, if you take, I've got a crystal here, right? So this this is a rose quartz. Now, for a lay person, they may look at it and go like, oh, it's a stone, right? Like, why are you paying money for rocks? <laughs> for a geologist, they look at that, um, they look at it and it's like, it's silicon dioxide, right? And they may be able to tell you uh, the hardness level, um, you know, where it comes from, uh, how long it takes to... Uh, form and how many years and all of that, right? Uh, an energy healer uh, may be, you know, may look at the crystal, um, uh, feel it, sense it, um, or tell you that, you know, we're all one with nature and um, share with you how, you know, each crystal has a distinct, distinctive uh, characteristic, for example, that may aid um, and help you in um, healing and balancing, right? Um, but that's because, you know, each person that I mentioned has uh, knowledge um, in a different area or um, it's like different layers or different facets um, of the same thing. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's... Again cliche but knowledge is power right and uh, I think if if you wanted to 
and I think those who want to understand intuition and all of the spiritual material and this psychic or esoteric subjects, uh, you are probably really, you, you want to know more than just the physical characteristics of a rock or a stone or a tree or well, anything in life. Uh, what is beyond just what we see and um, uh, what we perhaps know or understand intellectually, right? Um, and experiencing life in from this kind of, to me, a holistic perspective, because you're not just looking at the physical, men, you know, mental, emotional, uh, even energetic, um, spiritual but the soul level of things is that you're able to find then deeper meaning in your life. And, and that really is what it's about. Um, fulfillment is tied to meaning, right? But when we have a shallow or a one-dimensional perspective of life, it is really difficult to find meaning so yeah so I mean I could pick any of these subjects like um, astrology for example you know scientists might say it's it's pseudoscience it's you know a lay person might say it's superstition an academic or a historian might tell you um, that well, astrology and astronomy was one study in the past. And, you know, an astrologer will probably tell you how complex and actually me almost mathematical uh, the astrology or astrological system really is, right, for understanding um, us. Uh, an energy healer will probably say, look, the, you know, the impact and the effect of celestial bodies of uh, nature on us, right? Um, and, 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 and it's, you know, planetary movements and so on, you know, the impact that it can have on the body, on our health, on our balance, because we're all connected, we're all one, right? So it, it's different layers and facets. Um, and deepening, you know, our knowledge in something. So, um, okay, so let's see here. Um, you mentioned earlier that energy is not negative or positive, it's the intention. Uh, yeah, so why do people say, oh, this person complains a lot, her energy is so bad? You know, personally, I cringe every time someone says, oh, that person has bad juju or bad energy. <sighs> I usually just keep quiet and cringe, so I don't say this out loud. Um, but yeah, I, I, look, this goes to... Yeah, so her... This, this boils down to, to the individual, right? Um... Her negative energy also affects me. Um, we are not wallflowers, we should. Okay, so it takes a little bit of understanding energy, all right? Um, I don't actually see a question here, Clara, so maybe you can tell me a question. Um, but uh, I'd say 
uh, if I were to just comment on your comment, if there is no question. When it comes to energy affecting us, right, um, that's, that's very real. Because it's not just that we live in an energy world or that there is good or bad energy around us, but that we are energy and all things are or is energy. Um, some of us are more sensitive to this than others, right? Um, and so how, how can you tell? You may walk into a room um, or a cab or a taxi for that matter, sit down or just enter a place and sense or feel something that makes you feel really uncomfortable, right? And... Perhaps there was someone that was just arguing in that space just before you arrived, right? Um, but this is, you know, it's, it's something that a lot of us who are more sensitive can sense and feel. Not all of us understand it or know how to manage it. Uh, empaths in particular may start to feel really moody or angry and not understand why. Okay, um, so... Yeah, there are ways to manage this. But yes, we, of course, very much um, um, can get or be affected by one another um, and our environments and what's around us and yeah. We shouldn't deflate like a balloon just because someone else might be. Yeah, um, but that, again, go goes back to how uh, sensitive and, and aware some of us are. Some of us are more sensitive than others. Um, but also goes back to energy management because this is another myth and misconception. It's one that I highlighted before, but we don't, we don't have to live that way. There is a way to manage this. We don't have to, you know, just because I'm more sensitive everywhere I go, you know, I can't handle it and I can't, you know, it just means you've got to take some um, precautions uh, and maybe greater precautions than someone else, right? So if, I don't know, if you have particularly sensitive skin, then, you know, you may need to apply sunblock of a higher SPF. You may need to put more layers on, you may need to replenish um, your sunblock more frequently or often than someone else, right? But to go around saying, well, I'm not going to go in the sun ever again is, I mean, to me, just not very practical because then there is an element of life that you're missing out on, right? And I believe we're here to live a very full rich life so okay so any other questions um or yeah just any other questions or anything you may have wondered about how intuitive readings work or psychicism or any of this energy work stuff um that you want to clarify or you yeah wonder is true or not um you can type that in the box
um, or even if that is your top takeaway from this discussion today, um, you could key that in the box too. That will help me plan um, more videos and you know topics like this. Okay. Yes, it does. Uh, so Clara says, okay, so it boils down to energy management. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just just think about it. You know, how can I sustain? I, I've been doing this work for more than 10 years. How can I sustain doing that um, if it drains the life out of me? <gasps> um, but I mean, that just, just me, one person. Uh, but, uh, you know, there are... I've heard of so many people who are born born with okay um a higher sensitivity to energy and to you know they have a keener sense of intuition and connection let's say right than others um and a lot of them are afraid of it right and again you would be afraid if you don't understand it you don't have the knowledge you don't have the skills to manage it that really is all that it is. And this can be managed. Um, you know, people say to me like, oh my goodness, what if I, there's another misconception, right? What if I have, if I open up my intuition and like supercharge it and then like I go crazy because I'm receiving things all the time and I feel drained and like, uh, does this mean I'm going to know what everyone is thinking? I'll be like telepathic and reading everybody's mind and I'm going to be overwhelmed and I'm going to shut down. Well, uh, first of all, we don't receive or have, you know, we, we don't receive what we cannot handle or manage. <laughs> um, secondly, if you learn a method and actually train yourself in the, and, 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 you know, understand uh, this whole subject well, um, you would know then that it is manageable. You can learn how to manage it. Um, and also, lost my train of thought. What was I going to say? Yeah, and this turning it on and off thing. Um, so if you're using your intuition and your intuitive ability abilities, the so-called right way when I say right I just mean in a balanced way first of all you wouldn't ever want to turn it off <laughs> the only reason why someone would say like oh I need to turn this off is because you probably fear it or feel that it will overwhelm you and you can't manage it right but again it goes back to if you can manage it it's not going to overwhelm you and you will need to turn it off because why would you want to turn off the very skill that gives you well, x-ray vision into life. <laughs> um, it helps you make some of your, you know, biggest life decisions. Helps you really, again, I mean, that the x-ray vision is the thing that keeps coming to me, right? Like you can see through situations, challenges, people, yeah, um, you can see through into the truth 
why would you ever want to turn that off, right? But with that said, if you wanted to lower the volume of that, you just need to learn how. And yes, you can, right? Um, you know, some people ask me like, oh my God, Desiree, like how do you go out and meet people if like when you meet them, you know like everything about them? <laughs> um, well, it doesn't quite work that way or rather that's not how I want to live my life. And so I choose how I want to use this skill and this ability. And so I'm not sitting there or sitting here tuning in every minute of my life. Um, I'm spending my time actually living life. <sighs> However, uh, two things. One is when and if I really feel like I need to, there's something really important that I want to tune into, that I want to understand better. I take the time uh, to do a reading for myself or I receive a reading from someone. Right. Now, mostly my students because they're so good in this. <laughs> um, second thing is my day-to-day -day intuition anyway has increased ever since I've activated this and all, I would say, I dare say like 100% of my students who go through the program and complete it, like all of them report their day-to-day -day intuition increasing as well, right? So like that increasing just means that it's sharper, it's clearer, and sometimes it's louder, right? Again, can you turn the volume down? Yes, if you wish to. Um, but... You may not need to, because I, I put, I'll describe it to you this way. Um, our day-to-day, -day, let's say, ordinary intuition, if it's on a volume like 2 for some people, or for, let's say, an average person, 2 over 10, okay, volume, 10 being the maximum, uh, 0 meaning silent, can't hear it all, at, like, it's not even there. <laughs> so let's say it's like a 2, okay? And after you train your intuition and everything and you develop it the right way, uh, it may go up to like, let's say, a six. Okay. When you're actually sitting down, using the method, conducting intuitive reading, it's like a nine, ten, a twelve, a twenty. That's kind of how it works. So if still, if that going from two to six, if six still feels like a bit loud for you, um, you can turn it down. But usually that's comfortable enough and that's actually where people want to kind of be. Um, and then when they want to clarify it a little bit more or get more information, uh, then they sit down and actually use the method and um, do a full proper reading. So, yeah... Okay, so any other, um, you know, I thought today I'd just like, today's kind of like a longer live because I thought I'd just sit and hang out with you. Um, and if you have any questions or anything you want to clear up about intuitive readings or psychic abilities and psychicism and energy work, um, that you, you can kind of post your questions here and we can discuss it. So 
I will hop off soon if there are no questions. But if you do have a question, um, just go ahead and type that in. And for those who have been listening um, and, you know, who have been here, if, yeah, if you'd like to share, like, your top takeaway, um, please key that in the comment box as well. Okay. So... I will close the session since there are no um, other questions or comments. And I will conclude again just by saying that very often our misconceptions, um, things that are actually myths, is simply a lack of knowledge and understanding. Okay, if we feel fear over a subject, subject feels taboo um, or scary, it's usually because we just we just don't understand it uh, or don't understand it fully. So before you decide if something is scary or not, before you decide it's the work of the devil or you know uh, find out, understand, do your research, learn, and then decide. So... Yeah, and, and one more thing I'd say also experience it or practice it if you can and then decide. Because <laughs> knowing something intellectually and experiencing it is totally different, right? If you're watching a documentary about, I don't know, safari um, in one of the African countries and um, actually being there and experiencing it is completely different. So... Um, Angeline says knowledge serves to empower us yes absolutely okay so um, thank you very much for being here I hope that um, today's discussion has been useful for you if you liked it drop me a like comment um, let me know so that I can plan more you know video topics and content like this for you um, and the Soul Intelligence Program, it's an intuition development program. Uh, for those who are interested in spirituality, interested in wellness, okay, um, and if you want greater clarity and deeper authentic trust in your in the intuitive, you know, the inner intuitive answers, then send me a direct message and I um, we'll share more with you and we get onto a suitability call to see if the program is um, the right step for you or not. Okay, thank you very much. See you. Whether you are on your commute, walking your dog, running errands, or just pottering around the house, I am so grateful that you're taking the time to tune in. Now, if you're curious about what goes on behind the scenes, I'm on Instagram as well. And if you have any questions about this episode, feel free to send me a direct message there. Now, if you found this podcast helpful, please share it with a friend and hit the subscribe button.